With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. A Northwest Iowa farmer is speaking out in favor of carbon pipelines. Kelly Newenhouse, who farms near Primgar, is calling on what he says is the silent majority to join him in speaking out for Carbon Capture Utilization and Storage, or CCUS. He calls opponents of such projects like the Sierra Club extremist environmental groups. Newenhouse says the Sierra Club has three reasons for fighting against carbon capture in the pipelines. The first he names is they don't like the livestock and the cattle production industry. Second, he says they don't like production agriculture and they're anti-GMO. And the third thing is they don't like liquid fuels. And they're scared if this pipeline gets done, which I feel it will, that the ethanol industry will have a CI score so low that even electrification is going to have a hard time competing with it. Carbon intensity, or CI, is a way to measure how well a company manages its carbon output. The lower the score, the more carbon-sensitive markets are willing to do business with you. He says an ethanol plant's base CI score is around 70, and a carbon pipeline lowers that score around 30 points. He questions why the Sierra Club is opposing things that will help meet their own goal. You look at their website, and the headline is how critical it is that we reduce CO2 emissions to reduce the effects of climate change. But then we have three projects in Iowa that would reduce our CO2 emissions by 40% as a state. And they're here fighting it. Newenhouse says he's negotiated with the pipelines and received everything he asked for regarding his land and how they'll use it. And he says the argument pipelines will ruin farmland is false. I've heard people say it's going to destroy your property forever. Well, from experience, that ain't true. We've got the Dakota Access Pipeline through one of our properties. We've got natural gas pipelines through our properties. We've got uh, transmission lines for wind turbines through our properties. And we haven't seen any issues on our yield maps. He serves on the board of directors for Siouxland Energy. That's an ethanol production plant in Sioux Center. He's also the chair of the National Corn Ethanol Committee. Also Saturday night, the Iowa Falls Police Department arrested 32-year-old Sheldon Itis of Iowa Falls for a second offense OWI and for interference with official acts. Itis was later released from custody. Last week, the Ackley City Council continued to discuss the proposed merger of the Ackley Volunteer Ambulance Service with Eldora EMS. A financial subcommittee made up of members from both organizations recently met and broke the merger into phases. For example, the Ackley Ambulance Service is not equipped with sleep quarters, so by using a phased approach, it would allow Ackley to set that up before Eldora can provide full-time staff at the ambulance station in Ackley. Eldora will be answering all calls and will be covering the area during all phases of the merger. The Ackley City Council voted 3-2 to two to approve the financial subcommittee's proposal and to move forward with the next step in the process. Today, the Allison City Council will hold a public hearing on the city's proposed maximum property tax levy for the next fiscal year budget and will then consider adoption of said levy. The Allison Council will also discuss the 2023 street project. The Allison City Council meets today 5.45 p.m. at City Hall. The Marlboro Rock City Council today will hold two public hearings, one to amend the current budget, the other to consider the city's proposed maximum property tax levy for fiscal year 2024. The Marlboro Rock Council will also discuss the state derelict building grant program. 
Marble Rock City Council meets today 7 p.m. at City Hall. Today, the AGWSR School Board will discuss the 2023-2024 school year calendar and will consider an agreement with SiteLogic for capital project management. The AGWSR School Board meets tonight at 7 o'clock at the District Office Boardroom in Ackley. Also, DNR State Deer Biologist Jace Elliott says testing during the recent season found about 84 deer tested positive across the state this year for what is called CWD. That's out of about 5,000 deer that were sampled, which he says is still relatively low. CWD cases have been heavier in south-central Iowa, especially in Wayne County. There have also been concentrations in the northeast corner of Winnesheek, Fayette, Alamakee, and Clayton counties. Elliott says Plymouth County, Grundy County, and Lucas County all detected their first positive case of CWD this year. The Iowa DNR has been tracking the disease since it was first discovered in Iowa and Alamakee County in 2013. Widespread rainfall is expected tomorrow. Some rises on rivers are possible, especially in north Iowa, north central Iowa, and northwestern Iowa, where snowmelt will also occur. And today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is State Representative Sharon Steckman of Mason City. Give us an update on the current legislative session taking place in Des Moines. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ, following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.